Scripture will be taken from 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 1 through 10. 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 1 through 10. When you have it, say, Amen. Amen. Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master, and honorable, because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man in valor, but he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid. And she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said unto her mistress, Would God, my Lord, were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. And one went in and told his Lord, saying, Thus and thus, and said, The maid that is of the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go to, go, and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And he departed and took with him ten talents of silver and six thousand pieces of gold and ten changes of raiment. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, saying, Now when this letter is come unto thee, behold, I have therewith sent Naaman my servant to thee, that thou mayest recover him of his leprosy. And it came to pass, when the king of Israel had read the letter, that he rent his clothes and said, Am I God? to kill and make alive, that this man doth sin unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Wherefore consider, I pray you, see how he seeketh a quarrel against me. And it was so when Elisha, the man of God, had heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes, that he sent to the king, saying, Wherefore hast thou rent my, my clothes? Let him come now to me. And he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariots and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again thee, and thou shalt be clean. You may be seated. This morning, we want to talk about formulas. Formulas. When people discover how to do something, many times they think this is the only way it can be done. Anybody been there? Amen. So what happens is they create a formula so it can be repeated. The word formula means a set of words or rules for the use in a procedure. A procedure is a way of doing something. Creating rocket fuel, there's a formula. Gasoline won't work in a rocket. 
And you better not put rocket fuel in your, in your car. Entirely two different formulas. Grandma's favorite dish, there's a formula. Everything must be done with certain ingredients. You got to use butter and not margarine. Margarine ain't going to work in grandma's pound cake. In fact, today the butter is not the same as the butter back then. How many know uh, to get the texture of Lawrence mac and cheese? It can only be done one way. That's his way. And, and to get the best results, have him do it. Amen. The only way to get that lemon pie, yes. hear me, Rylan? <laughs> you got to use the right ingredients. Amen. There's a formula. So let's, let's look at verse 1 of, of what really is happening here. It says, Naaman the captain was a great man. With, he had honor with his master. Uh, he was highly esteemed for his military character. He was a mighty man of valor. But the problem was he was a leper. Leprosy then was a contagious disease marked by ulcers of the skin and bone that can lead to paralysis and gangrene. Listen to what it says in Leviticus 13, 1 and 2. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, When a man shall have in the skin of his flesh a rising, a scab, or bright spot, and it be in the skin of his flesh like the plague of leprosy, then he shall be brought unto Aaron the priest, or unto one of, unto one of his sons the priest. You see, back then, even if a mole or something meant nothing, you had to go for a priest. You got to go get it checked out. Uh, there was no pharmacist, urgent care, that you can go get a cream and put it on and everything is good. See, back then or now, no honor or success. No position or power can secure a man from trouble or stop him from catching something. Amen, amen. It don't matter who you are, what position you have, you can catch it. So you, there's nobody invincible from getting or catching anything, whether it be a cold, flu, Virus, how pretty, pretty you are, how ugly you think you are. If it attacks flesh and you got flesh, you can catch it. Amen. Huh? I don't care how strong you are. You walk out in the, in the cold, barefooted, in the snow, you're going to catch something. Catch a cold frostbite, it don't matter. 
So there's one thing in spite of all this that we, we do have working in our favor. Wisdom, faith, and Jesus. Am I right about it? In fact, if you think about it, Jesus is our wisdom. And by faith we receive. And anything that comes against us will not harm us. Jesus being my wisdom, I already know not to walk out there in my bare feet. But some folks who don't have Jesus, don't believe in Jesus, don't think there is a Jesus, think they are invisible, they can do anything they want. Look at verse 2, back in Kings. It talks about a little maid who waited on Naaman's wife. Apparently, this maid was a pious woman, which means she was devoted and religious. Her parents brought her up in the knowledge of the truth of God. So she do a little something. In the schools today, we see children are not being brought up in the knowledge of the truth. They have no idea what truth is. But the maid told her, if your husband was with the prophet from Samaria, he would recover from the leprosy. How many believe and will say, if you come to my church, you receive life? Amen. I got a few there. Wow. I thought more would have said, said amen on, on that, bro. Or how many can, can, can see, or how, can, how many people can see you and say, I'm going to come to your church because you have life? So it was told to the king what the maid said. In verse 5, the king said, go and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. This is good news. My captain can recover from what he has. The maid said it was the prophet that could heal him. But the king is sending a letter to the king of Israel. This can be looked in a few different ways. The king may have been sending the letter out of respect. Mm -hmm. Or the king may have misunderstood the message. Or the king knew there was someone who could heal his captive. Amen. That's, all I, well, that's all I need to know. He, he's honorable, a mighty man, and, and he knows how to take care of business for this kingdom. There was someone who could heal his captain. Remember what it said in verse four. And one went in and told his Lord saying thus and thus and said the maid that is of the land of Israel. You, you know how we do. Sometimes by the time it gets to us, the whole story is different. Amen. The whole story is told, but is incomplete. Then we begin to assume, draw our own conclusions. 
then you don't know who called. So before you know it, it's blown way out of proportion. And all you know is you have a problem and someone told you to call this number and someone would help you. I was given this number. I don't know what department, what extension, who to ask for. I just know I want it done. And when you call today, before you even get to somebody to talk to, you're talking to a robot. If you want this department, press one. If you want this department, press two. Two. If you want this department, press three. If you want somebody else, press four. Four. If this ain't who you want, just hold on to the line and someone will come. And you hold on so long, you listen to some music that you don't want to listen to. And finally, the phone hangs up on you. Bump, bump, bump. Now you got to start all over again. I got a problem here. It may be something simple. But this king, all he know is somebody can heal my, my captain. I want it done. Okay. Here's what happened. All the king wants to do is fix it. If something's broke, you, you fix it. Just fix it. You go, what's it? The estimate is it? Fix it. So the king is sending a letter. Fix it. It says in verse 7 the king of Israel read the letter and read his clothes. Re uh uh. He said, am I God to kill and make alive? How am I going to heal this man? It's just like somebody sending me a, a, a letter saying, I want, some, I want some mac and cheese. You're going to the wrong person. I know how to eat it. The true problem what the king of Israel was, he had forsaken the true God. He had no idea what was happening. And he thought maybe the king was trying to start a war. I don't know nothing about no healing, no captain. I ain't, I ain't got no special powers. I didn't even know there was anybody. So now, here's what happens in verse 8. Elijah, the man of God, heard what the king done. So he asked him, why have you rent your clothes? What, what, what's up? What's your problem? Why have you torn away your clothes? Have you, have you ever been all just messed up in the mind and somebody said, what, what is wrong with you? Have, you? have you lost your mind? Is you crazy? Why are you doing this? Look who somebody sent me. Send him to me. Huh? Send him to me. I told me, I mean, little pie. See, I, I know how to fix that problem. So I got, I got two people on call now. If Rosin feel like she's tired, Latoya. 
I can fix that. But some other things, I can't, I can't handle. I can't do that. So the true problem, though, with the king of Israel, he, he, he had forsaken God, so he don't even know anything about God. So Elijah, Elisha has come to him. And this is what Elisha said to the king. Let the captain come unto me. And he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. You send him to me. I'm here. In America, if America would listen to God's messenger, if the president would seek the wise counsel from the messenger of God. But the question is, is there a prophet in the land that God can use to speak to today? Is there a leader in the land that will listen to the messenger God is speaking through today? You see, in Kings, God said, yet I have left 7,000 in Israel, all knees which have not bowed unto Baal, and every mouth which has not kissed him. In other words, I have a remnant that has not bowed to the words, world and to this system. Amen. I wonder how many are on the Lord's side today. How many can say, Lord, here am I. Yes, Lord. Send me. Thank you, Lord. If you want me to be the messenger and talk to so-and-so, send me. Or well, I know everybody, I, everybody will say, Lord, send me. I go to Hawaii. <laughs> send me. Oh, no, I, I ain't, I ain't about, about going to Florida right now. Send me to Hawaii. How many are willing to go wherever he says go? Half of us won't even go to Ann Arbor. And you tell me I was sending me to Hawaii. Be faithful over little if you want to be faithful over much. So in verse 9, Naaman came with the horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the, of the house of Elisha. Verse 10 says, And Elijah sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. Remember what we were saying about formula, a set of words or rules. Even in church, we think it has to be done a certain way. Amen. There's only one way to have communion. That's what we think. One way to pray. That's what we think. I, I remember my former pastor, and when we were at work, and he would go to lunch, and as he picked up each item that he was going to eat, I thank the Lord for this, I appreciate it. And he'd pick up the next item and put it on his plate, and he just go on and he sit down and when he sat down, he started eating and they would ask him at the table, ain't you going to pray over your food? I was praying ever since I was picking stuff up. Amen. Amen. I ain't got to wait until I get in front of everybody, bow down my head and, and say prayer so you can see it and see me as being religious. But we think it's got to be done a certain way. 
We think communion's got to be done a certain way. The point is, we have communion. Yes, yes, Lord. Some churches have an order of service. And you better not change it. Got a program. Ain't nothing but a formula. And if you go outside of the, well, don't, don't, don't say that, don't do that. You wrong. How many of y'all know formulas for God are to be broken? God is not boxed in. There's got to be that particular way. So you see, he came to Elisha. And Elisha sent his servant. What difference does it make who he sends as long as it works? Amen. Huh? You, dude, you got leprosy. And you want to be healed from it. What difference do it make if Elisha comes out or the servant comes out? Amen. But his attitude is, I will sit to Elisha. So I expect Elisha. How many are locked in like the captain today? Does it matter who the speaker is? Does it matter if DJ comes and makes the correction? Will you receive it? Will you receive it if it comes from Rosalind? Do you receive it when it comes from me? What if it was Marcus that came? Well, uh, Pastor, which Marcus you talking about? Does, what difference do it make? Would you receive the correction that is coming from the Lord? Just like the captain was locked, sometimes we can get the same way. What is it? Formula. It must be done a certain way by a certain person. How many have been to a service and you saw someone get healed? And the preacher said a certain word or did a certain thing. And they, they acted a certain way. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And when you went up, they did something different. And your response was, you, you, didn't, you didn't touch me like you touched them. You, did, you didn't say to me the same thing you said to them. And, I had the same problem. And they fell out. You, you prayed for me and I didn't, I didn't get no chills up and down my spine and, and shivers like everybody else did. Formula. We think that God has to operate within a certain formula in church. It ain't that way. See, I remember there was a woman who heard a preacher preaching about Lazarus. And in his message and, and as he preached about Lazarus and when it came to, came to Jesus having Lazarus be raised and, and he would say, and he called Lazarus. I ain't quite got that. Lazarus. 
Oh, Lazarus, come forth. But the preacher that was preaching then was preaching and he said, and the Lord said, Lazarus, come forth. And he came forth bound. And Jesus said, loose him and let him go. But the woman said, see, that preacher, he don't know what he's talking about. He didn't preach it right. What didn't he preach right? He didn't call Lazarus three times. The word didn't say it three times either. Amen. You can go to Matthew, you can go to Mark, you can go to Luke, you can go to John. You, you can go and try to figure out references. He said Lazarus one time. Come forth. Formula. Thinking messages has got to be preached the same way. Did you know when Jesus healed, it was not always the same way? Amen. For one blind man, he spit on the ground and he touched their eyes. Ooh, can you just imagine? You all really can't see and I hear. And you feel something on your eye. Would you let somebody, would you let somebody do that? Huh? Come on, be real now. Y'all be, be real with me. Another, he just touched their eyes. When death came, he told Lazarus to rise. With a little girl, he just said, come forth. There was no formula in what he did. How many understand God, with God there is no formula. He can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, by whoever he wants, and how he wants, Amen. and still get the same results. Amen. Yes. Only God can do this. But here the captain was expecting only Elisha because he was the prophet and not his servant. So Naaman was upset. Look at verse 11. But Naaman was wroth, angry, mad, disturbed, upset, and went away and said, Behold, I thought he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. I thought he would come to me. I got a problem. I thought at least the pastor would come and just sit next to me and say, it's going to be all right. It's all right. That's what folks think. It's got. How come I say, Paris, you good? Can you believe? And, and, and somebody say, I expected the pastor. And he said, Rosalind. Most of y'all say, I'd rather be Rosalind than the pastor. <laughs> what if I sent DJ? What if I sent Sister Sylvia? Would you receive it? Amen. This is what he says in verse 12. Are not Abana and Farpar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? 
May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in rage. Can God heal me in a small church like more Jesus? Can pastors speak over me? Don't I need T.D. Jakes to lay hands on me? Do I need to fall out when he lays hands on me? What if I don't feel the chills and the thrills? Am I still saved? Oh, y'all know, know what I'm talking about. Because you have not totally eliminated every wrong thing you've done in your life, you think, am I saved? You didn't get stupid overnight. So you ain't going to get smart overnight. You didn't start things overnight. You're not going to quit them overnight. Amen. It's going to take time in the word. Amen. And actually, if you think about it, the word is your formula. Amen. Verse 13, and his servant came near and spake unto him and said, my father. If the prophet had bid thee to do something great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much rather than when he said to thee, wash and be clean? Just think, saints, you don't have to go a thousand miles to get saved. Because T.D. Jakes ain't coming to you. Or you don't have the sense for some miracle water. You don't have to send for a prayer cloth or lay your hand on the TV. If you got faith enough that you can lay your hand on the TV and get healed, you ought to come to church. Amen. You know, they, they, they sending, uh, sending things out now, surveys, saying how many of you would rather uh, what do you call it? How many of you rather get the the uh, the technology is, is getting me, boy? FaceTime on on online to talk to your doctor, whatever it is. They said I I just said no. If if I got to pay a copay. You're going to see me. <laughs> I mean, here, here, I'm, here I'm where uh, it's, a, it's a CPAP for breathing. And, and they, add, they send ask, well, would you rather uh, do it on, on Facebook online? Not Facebook. Uh, Zoom. Are you rather Zoom it online? Or would you rather come in and see the doctor? I want to see the doctor. I ain't paying no copay for zooming. <laughs> well, it's, but it's gonna cost you more time. It's gonna cost me. I want because I may have another question. Amen. You gonna see me? That that's me, saints. Amen. <laughs> Your healing is nigh thee. You can come right now and be healed or saved. How many? You don't have to wait. 
until pastor says, my time is up. Before my time is up, if you got an urgency that you need prayers, come on up. Amen. There is no formula in the church. But we, we think it's got to be a certain way. Y'all know what? Let's be real. If someone was handing out $100 bills, uh, how many of you would wait for the first person to get their 100 before you get up and get yours? I don't think so. In fact, y'all be, y'all be running over people to get, the, get that 100 because he may run out. Let me go and get mine. What do you think happened on Black Friday? People be spending the night in the parking lot setting up tents because they want to get that deal and they don't want it to run out. Limited time, limited only. I mean, God's healing is not limited. Huh? There are no after hours only or nine to five. You can get healed from nine to five. Five or one, you can't get saved. You can call on God anytime. Any hour. And it ain't got to be pastor that you call. Oh, come on now. You, you can call DJ. How do, how do I receive? I think he's been instructed enough that he can, he can do that. Huh? And I know when you call him, he ain't going to say, if you need salvation, call pastor. <laughs> if he is not available, see Sister Rosalind. Mm. No. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Bless his name. But see, verse 14. Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Seven is the number of completion or perfection. When we realize it is not a person that does it, but it is God. It is then our healing begins. Some may receive healing immediately. Others later. But point being, we receive the healing. In healing, even though there is not a set way to receive, there is only one way to receive salvation. There's only one formula or procedure to get it. And that's through Jesus. Amen. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Amen. You can't get it through Hare Krishna. You can't find it through Buddha. There's absolutely no other way and no other door. How many know when you enter into the church... It's through that door. Amen. You're not coming through this window. Amen. You ain't going to make it. Ain't nobody going to open it. 
Jesus said, all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. See, I believe everybody heard, I'm not coming through this window. Even if the pastor unlocked it, I ain't coming through it. Quite as kept, most of us can't make it through it. We got to come through the door. Amen. So what I'm saying, you ain't going to make it into the kingdom trying to go through a window. Amen. It's got to be the door. His door. Who and what are we listening to today? Is it a formula or a procedure that is not written? Is it handed down from our parents and grandparents? Is it what is taught by denomination or religion? Is it not written and found in conflict? Is it? Is it found in conflict with the word? But it ain't written. You know, a lot of things we, we, we say, they, it ain't even written. And because it is not written, it is in conflict with the word of God. We've got to know the word. And what we find is not written and is in conflict, are we willing to change when it is brought to our attention? So I, I, I know with me, I said, Lord, I, I, Lord, I want to be your servant. I'm willing to change. Whatever it takes. I said, boy, be careful. Right. Amen. I'm willing. Lord started giving out some revelations. And the revelations that he gave got me kicked out of the church that I was in. I was licensed. I was ordained. I was ready. Someone asked me to be a pastor of a church. I said, no. Someone said, look, the Lord gave me your name to be my assistant. I said, listen, that's wonderful. But until the Lord gives me your name, I'm not going to be your assistant. It, it don't work that way. But it, I got kicked out. And the church I went to afterwards would not even consider me as a minister enough to where they would let me be licensed. And I, I mean, I had to sit and counsel, listen, I'm more faithful by accident than your deacon on purpose. And you want to, well, I, I can't, I, that, okay. But it was in the Lord's due time. There was some changing that had to happen with me. Amen. And I'm talking about changing. I'm, I, hey, I'm, I'm exposing myself. I was on a pedestal. Had my robe. I was ready. Hallelujah. When I say pedestal, I mean, I, was, I, I can't even do it no more. I, I was up there. <laughs> I know Rosin's, Rosin's she amen right now. You know, I yeah, you shall was. But when God got finished, he literally pulled the chair out. And I fell flat on my face. There's some humbling that needs to be done. Saints, there's some humbling that needs to be done in each and every one of us. Amen. There's some things that all of us need to shake loose 
and break away from. There's some changes that all of us need to make. And you know what? Can nobody change you but you. You got to decide, I'm not going to be this person anymore. And until I made that decision, I mean, everything he took away was right. I need to be removed from it. I, I was removed from being ordained, licensed, preaching until he saw fit and ready. And everything I lost, I gained back. Ain't the Lord good? Oh, he is so wonderful. There are these food. This is food for thought. For the formulas man has written. Are we willing to put them down and go to the formula of God? And that's the word of God. With that, saints, my time is up, and I thank you for yours.